0: hello welcome back to from my inner standing podcast i'm your host jazz and today's episode is on the topic of conformity people pleasing playing small and denying the intuition i have had so much insight on this topic because it's literally been my life (laughs) It's had such a big impact on my adolescence and even my adulthood now, currently, if I'm being honest. So prior to high school, I had a really tight-knit friend group that really developed from me giving off this persona that I created for myself based on whatever was the acceptable way to to act or to dress or even for a matter of, of opinion. And whenever that perspective of what was acceptable changed so did I and that sense of acceptability all changed drastically when I moved to a new city and what was cool and the standard was it it was a little different than what I was used to so I went through this whole phase of not wanting to be accepted by these people from this new city And I remember always thinking probably for like the first couple of of months actually that I just wanted to go back home. Like I don't want to be in these people's box. I want to be in the box that I'm used to being in because then at least I knew what to pretend to be, right? I think this started this rebellious and very irritated and angry period that I went through that would essentially followed me throughout my entire high school career throughout high school i didn't really care to fit in but i knew that i stood out and that was uncomfortable as hell for me i was so easily dismissive of people because i feared rejection some of you may or may not do this but you know you reject people before they can reject you first and that was kind of what I did you know I didn't there were friends that I that I made throughout high school but there were also friends that I cut off after a certain time without even mentioning a word to them I didn't even want to be their friend because I feared that parts of me wouldn't fit into their box you know, and after finding out, they would leave anyway. So I, I figured, why don't I just leave first? And I didn't really find a solid friend group until my last year of high school. And that circle was still very small. So I only talked to about maybe like 3% of those people. Maybe even less than that, honestly. And as an adult, this is still something that I am fighting to unlearn right, that need for conformity or that need to hold out on parts of myself to people that I feel like won't understand or to to play chameleon, to blend in and be more relatable to that person. But with the help of my intuition and standing firm in my authenticity, conformity is something that I am no longer afraid to challenge. Conformity is to be in compliance with rules, standards, or laws. Now, immediately the word confinement comes to mind when I hear that, and also the word domesticate. I'm gonna start this off by saying that I firmly believe that the need to conform emerges from the domestication that we receive in childhood. When we hear the term domesticate, we immediately think of, oh, animals. You know, farm animals, chickens, pigs, cows, dogs, right? But domestication in the simplest terms is to make something more suitable for home. Or in our case, make us more suitable for this world. Another definition that I find for domestication that is really intriguing states, a significant degree of influence over the reproduction and care of another group to secure a more predictable outcome, to have this strong influence over a whole group, just to create a more familiar outcome, you know, or a more expected outcome. I spoke a bit about this in my very first podcast episode, but I'm going to really get into it today. From the time that we come here, our attention is immediately hooked and fed certain information, whether it be through repetition or just things that you see throughout your household, right? In order to create this certain persona that you believe yourself to be. Childhood is one of the most vulnerable stages. No, it is the most vulnerable stage of our life. As you can imagine, us as children we soak up everything if you have brothers or sisters if you have children or even if you have nieces or nephews you know how easily kids can see something and and do it or even hear something and repeat it without even a second thought right you don't think that they're going to repeat something that you say or you don't think that they're even watching you as closely but they are You know, because they give their unconditional faith and trust to the things that they they see. They believe their eyes. They believe what they're being taught. And this makes it super easy for children to adapt to whatever environments they're in. And really embody the belief systems that are already set in place before they even get here. So as children, we trust them and we adhere to them and we people-please to uphold them right we people please because we know what is expected of us so we keep we keep up this persona even if we don't fully resonate with it later on in our lives and some of the people that we tend to want to please the most is family these can be the hardest people to set boundaries with because we're so used to being in their good grace right whether it is your parents with the type of grades you get You know, and the only reason that you get good grades or you want to get good grades or even want to attend college is to please your parents, right? Without a doubt. And there's nothing wrong with that. But understand why it is that we are doing what we are doing and why it is that we hold on to such concepts. Is it because we really believe in them? Or is it because it was something that was always expected of us? This can be in any area of our lives. Religion, school, occupation. Even what you decide to do on your leisure time. Are these things that you really resonate with? Or are these things that you feel that you're supposed to do? Because you're still holding on to that solidity and that that self-concept i was trying to avoid from saying it again but i'll say it again (laughs) i had a friend tell me one of the reasons she doesn't like to disagree with her family is because she doesn't want to feel unloved or have them angry at her and i know a lot of people can relate myself included my experience with this is i've always found myself trying to sugarcoat or make better a situation when I've had a disagreement with a family member about things that they disagree with in my life. <laughs> Imagine, right? But I don't know. It's just this uncomfortable feeling that you feel when there is contrast. So with family, I always try to, or I've always found myself trying to to avoid this until these last couple of months, where I've really gotten more in tune with myself. And some of the ways that have helped me do this is by strengthening my intuition. Now, this can be done through meditation, prayer, journaling, using those five senses. Everybody knows what those are, right? <laughs> Paying attention to your dreams, going for walks, shadow work. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, I will be happy to make a podcast episode about it because that's something I am currently making an everyday practice for me more things like using your creativity and following up on your hunches those thoughts that we get that call us to do something it is an intuitive message i've become more confident in these decisions and the decisions that i make in general and i've simply just mastered the art of not giving a fuck don't get me wrong it's all love with everyone especially my family but i try to refrain from taking the actions and words of other people so seriously i come from a southern black lineage and there ain't too much you can do without being labeled weird or unique right if you're from one of those type of places or if you are from a place where certain things that you do are weird you know or you're the black sheep or odd man out You understand what I'm talking about but I've switched to a way of eating centered around live foods Um, I once called myself vegan but I no longer wish to call myself vegan I can make another episode about that if you guys want but I have the point is I've centered my eating around live foods with little to no animal products I don't practice the traditional religion. I love to travel and just be out in nature, whether that is alone or in good company. And where I come from, this type of living is a little out there, right? It's crazy. And it's even feared. My point is, do not be afraid to stay on your throne. Relinquish the care of other people's opinions and retain intuitiveness. Learn more about what makes you feel whole, Do whatever caters to your wholeness, right? Regardless of what everyone else has to say. We are all whole. Me, I was gracefully born whole, and as an individual, as we all were, created equally, but still individually, connected, but still whole in ourselves. We're granted the freedom to form thoughts, decisions, sentences, styles, personas, That is why it is okay to have a different opinion, to provide contrast. It makes it all more fun to be someone else's mirror, to allow someone to reflect on themselves within you. You be so comfortable and authentic and honest in yourself that it makes other people look at themselves. That is how we learn from each other, not having us all kneel to the same concepts just because someone who knows how to assert their power says to we all can assert our power we don't have to give into this delusional matrix in order to promote its predictable outcome but it's still something that we do we all contribute to this why because that's just the way we've been conditioned it is the way we are taught in schools It is the manner in which we domesticate our children. And it is the way we are taught to steer our household, right? The American way, that American dream. No wonder we start to feel the sense of dis-ease and uncomfortability later in our lives when we realize that we got so much shit that we just don't resonate with. We just take in this box that someone else has created for us only to find out that it's not our size no boxes our size because we don't belong in boxes we start to resent these standards that were placed and start to question so many other things in our lives this may not be the case for everyone but if it is you know what i'm talking about they want you to believe it's about unity but it's not about unity it's not about unity it's about uniform If it was about unity, there would not be a problem with people who are constantly voicing an opinion that is different from the majority. And facing the majority is intimidating as hell sometimes, y'all. Even when that majority is full of familiar faces, it's still intimidating. And these can be the most resistant people, right? People that we are familiar with. But the resistance only derives from their lack of understanding and you can't make someone understand right have you ever tried to teach someone something and they're just not getting it it's because they're not ready to they're not ready to receive the information or receive the reality or the truth that you're giving out they're not ready so their mind is designed to disagree you know or shut it out because they don't want to listen to you they aren't ready maybe they'll come around when they are maybe not But we still have to have compassion, but also still remain steadfast. It may hurt to stand on your own two feet until it doesn't. It may hurt until you feel that momentum, that balance, that rootedness. That has nothing to do with what everyone else is thinking or doing. But instead, it's all you. It's all intuitive. No one else is required to understand that. Or you, for that matter. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. And this has been from my understanding.